1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk about the heart issues around money.
1: Okay. Good answer. Good answer.
0: <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to talk.
1: You're uh, too true. You are always ready to talk. <laughs>
0: well, not always. Yeah, pretty but well yeah, always. I know. I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Sometimes okay. I wish I was quiet and gentle and, you know.
1: That's not that's why not... people are listening to the show. In fact... <laughs> Note to self, if you're listening to the show, uh, I am trying not to be jealous, but I will say this, that the feedback we get says things like, oh, I love Rebecca's passion. Oh, I just love what Rebecca says. Oh, it's Rebecca. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's let's talk money <laughs> with Dave and Reb. No, the Bible
0: says don't be jealous.
1: I'm not jealous, and in fact, we're I a team. Love it. And we sometimes
0: are. I wish I didn't say so much. So you know, but people keep saying, you know, to keep going. So keep going, we do to right. encourage people and. So-
1: Let, let, talking great segue, (laughs) so great segue. If you want to listen to more than shows, I like to just say this right up front so that you, you get that. So more than enough.ca, you go to the top of the webpage, you'll find the radio show there, click the link, you get all the archived shows there. They also archive all of the shows on chri.ca. So those two websites have all of our shows are archived. If you ever want to just go back and re-listen to some or, or see if you're on iTunes, and you look on iTunes, you search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, the podcasts come directly to you. Um, and actually, the neat thing about iTunes is is there are some shows, they show the popularity. So you can see actually which shows are a little more popular and maybe that's a show that, that you like or maybe that's a show more people like. Listen to the shows that don't know. I'm just kidding. Listen to listen. the shows that They can do
0: what they want. <laughs> But know that we are here to encourage you. It is mm-hmm. our heart to encourage you in your walk with God and in your financial journey. And we do all kinds of shows. Mm-hmm.
1: On all and, kinds of topics around money. This show specifically is sponsored by some friends of More Than Enough that want to be uh, anonymous. And as you know, we're, if you want to sponsor a show, just reach out to uh, the office and, and you can be a sponsor of the show. And that's kind of fun too. So,
0: yes. And so people who are interested uh, in spreading uh, the hope and the encouragement that that we're here for. So... Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, that's great. So, but today's show, what are we talking about?
1: Today's show. So that's the, the big, long intro. <laughs> Rebecca and I watched a movie recently, and in this movie- Wait a
0: minute, we're not starting with scripture, we're starting with a movie?
1: Yeah, we're starting with a movie.
0: Oh, okay. Is that okay. I know, I told you you were going to lead me, I'll follow you.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> We watched this movie. It was called Victor and uh, basic the basic theme or, or flow of the movie was it was just about um, I don't even know what what era it was maybe The 16th, movie 70s? was
0: made in 2015 based on the life of a man named Victor Torres. It's a true story. Victor Torres is um, currently... A pastor in the states, and it's his story of growing up in the Bronx mm-hmm. um, as an immigrant and his uh, addiction with uh, narcotics.
1: And and, and in, I mean, it's the story we hear. Comes from Puerto Rico to the to the. The, the promised land of the states ends up in, in the Bronx and just starts hanging out with the wrong type of people and sees his parents struggling and says, hey, I can make some money getting involved in drugs. And and he gets involved. He makes some money, but he gets involved in drugs. The, the, the interesting observation I had as we were watching that show and how it relates to today's show is, is that there were three separate times that – victor goes to get dried out and and what struck me was is the first time he goes to get dried out he goes to the medical community he checks into a a detox medical detox there's a doctor there they're 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 observed by the doctors regulated by the doctors and and he does experience Freedom from drugs. He he experiences some freedom. Uh, He also finds out how to get more drugs and, um,
0: and, and what he's hanging out with a bunch of ex drug drug addicts. So, so they hang out together and they actually get dry for the, for the month or whatever it is. So that when they go back and they have their first high, it's, it's like, it's like the first time. time. So, so so that's the first time. And, Mm -hmm. and it
1: works, but it, doesn't stay. It doesn't stick because he finds himself right back into the drug scene. And he's
0: not really ready, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was ready. No, we don't to want
1: to ruin the, the no, movie but, for
0: but yeah, Well, but it relates to money. It mm-hmm. relates to, to, to our money issues. Sometimes people come to the first stage and they come for help and they're not quite ready. Mm -hmm. Uh, to get help because what we do it more than enough is is coach people and walk with people and uh, help them get out of debt and sometimes people just aren't ready and Mm -hmm. they they can't they can't keep the commitment and he couldn't either after that stage so what's the second one
1: so the second time he gets frustrated some things happen and he says he's there's a scene as he's sitting across from the doctor and he says just lock me in a room i'll do it myself I have the willpower to get free mm-hmm. from this thing. I'm just going to do it myself, and you can see the skepticism in the doctor going. Mm-hmm. All right, let's lock the boy into a you know a room where he can't hurt and himself. And it wasn't
0: it wasn't pretty,
1: and no. it was not pretty. And again, he gets free, but he's not really free. No, uh, he gets dry, but the temptation proves to be too too much for him. And then finally, uh, he he. Through the series of events that are weaved, he finds himself in a community that is Christ-centered and goes through the exact same withdrawal symptoms again, the exact same.
0: um, You know what's beautiful about that scene? I know I'm giving it away, but he's in this uh, halfway house and he's with other uh, young men who have gone through the same process he has and when he's uh, starting to shake because of the withdrawals and and the pain of that moment, um, his his two roommates come and surround him and hold him and pray for him. Mm-hmm. and it was it's a very powerful scene because the other scenes are are, where he's trying in those other two circumstances. He's amongst people, but he's not within community of caring people. Mm-hmm. And in this last stage, they come and surround him. And, and,
1: and I want to highlight because, because I think for me when watching the show and relating it to our money stories, sometimes we, we, do, the, we do the course, sometimes you know okay Mm -hmm. i'm gonna learn how to do the spreadsheet i'm gonna use the app i'm gonna do all of that stuff and and it works for a little bit sometimes i'm you know january (laughs) i i make the i'm gonna do the budget thing and then it doesn't really have Mm stick-to-itiveness and and then sometimes we you know again we we just say, okay, I'm going to discipline myself and I'm just going to go right at it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, willpower beat all. Uh, and again, it um, doesn't really and happen. S- and
0: sometimes our understanding of what we read in God's word is, you know, and, and I've been that in those places in my life. I just have to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, I should be like this. We have all the shoulda, woulda, coulda's. Yeah. And really, we just got to have to stop and say, I can't do it. Uh, my willpower is not great enough to to withstand what I what I struggle with in my own life, and what you struggle with as a listener might be different than your neighbors. You can't look at your neighbor and think, "Oh man, I don't measure up." Don't look at your neighbor. Don't worry about your neighbor. You just know, uh, you know some some of us are just not good with credit cards, and you know what? That's okay, mm-hmm. um, as Dave always says. Not everyone can handle a chainsaw, so so no one gives us training in card so- uh credit card use so don't be ashamed if you're if it's a weakness for you but then admit the weakness and this is where where do we go for for the deliverance mm-hmm. where do we go for the help
1: yeah and 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 the this third scene in the movie but also the scene that struck me the most in, in terms of relating to our finances this is that financial wholeness is it's more than following the rules, although we need to follow the rules. It's more than getting help from the medical establishment or in, in finances, the financial establishment. Again, good. There's some good things there. But if so many times in, in my life and, and people come to me and say, what's, you know, what's the silver bullet? What's the secret sauce? <laughs> and what struck me in watching this movie is, is the secret sauce really is Jesus Christ yes the secret these guys that came around him they prayed Christ into him it wasn't that even the fact that there were two guys and they were living in community and all that because there was tension there and there were people and they didn't like each other and all of those things right. but it was that when he was going through withdrawal Christ came and and Christ impacted his heart and his Be- life and changed him. And so the secret sauce is a changed heart. And the only way we get a changed heart
0: is by encountering Christ. Is by but, encountering Christ. but then there is the scene at the end where he's on his knees and it's sort- Oh don't ruin that. No. It because because you can't just have people pray for you. And then have Jesus come into your heart. You're, it's a surrender. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and I was thinking in that moment, it's transformational surrender. So in, in every area of our life and including our finances, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we talk on the radio show all the time about money and the practical parts of money. We talked about the heart issues of money, but um, we are getting more convicted, even at more than enough, that unless we talk about Jesus Christ, unless we talk about what he did on the cross, he took our debt mm-hmm. and, and he, he, he doesn't come in and wipe out our financial debt and come in with a check for a million dollars so that we're all happy and prosperous. But he comes in and deals with the stuff around the heart issues, the heart issues of, of, of coveting and jealousy and envy, and why are you spending money the way you are? And he comes in every moment and transforms us if we're willing. And he doesn't do it Often in one foul swoop, he doesn't come in and just make you perfect in one moment in your financial journey because we know that the financial transformation takes time. but so does maturity in Christ mm. and they they're side by side, they're one and the same that our financial story, if you're going through financial hardship out there, It's one way you can allow, use it as a door. Christ is knocking on that financial door and he's saying, let me in. Don't keep me out of this area of your life. I want to transform your financial story because your financial story is really about your heart. And he's knocking on the door and it seems like it's the door of your finances and you've got shame and you're embarrassed and People shame you because we live in a shaming culture and people say, oh, you're in debt or you've gone bankrupt. How awful are you? But he took the shame. And he actually, in scripture, it says he went to the cross for the joy set before him and scorned its shame. He knows what shame is. He knows what shaming means, but he doesn't shame you. He won't shame you because he, in Isaiah, it says he doesn't even step on and crush a bent, bruised reed. If you're feeling bruised and bent because of your finances today, he's not coming to give you what for. He's not coming with all kinds of rules. He's coming with an invitation to be whole. Open the door. And if it's that financial door that you need to let him in, Open it up because he wants to come in and transform your finances and your heart step by step. Yeah, I don't know. Is that Romans 6? Romans yeah.
1: 6. You know, well. We'll bring the scripture into this because, I mean, again, if, 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 you've, well, if you've read Romans 6, it's right there. We have access to it. And I'm just going to read starting at verse uh, 5. And it says, since we have been united with him in his death, we also have been raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We know we are no longer slaves to sin for we have died with christ we were set free from the power of sin and since we died with christ we know we will also live with him we are sure of this because christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again death no longer has any power over him and when he died he died once to break the power of sin, but now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God, so that you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Don't let sin control the way you live. And and you know, we're talking about this and we're saying, okay. So we live in a world we live we have to use money money is part of the the currency of this world and yet god c- continually is saying knocking at the door of our heart as you said earlier reb to say you know who are you going to serve who are you going to yeah. worship who are you going to glorify because christ came and died to forgive all of the sins of this world to to re- to take away our shame to to do all of those things and to usher in life. And so, you know, what does that look like in our finances? Well, sometimes it's it's just saying I surrender, Lord. I surrender. I think it
0: starts with surrender. And and if well, you know what, maybe even a step back. Uh we were talking at a workshop recently and I said, you know, we have to if If you don't have a desire to surrender your finances, if you really just don't care about debt or if you and Dave says often debt's not a sin it's it's a burden if you don't if you don't r- aren't really interested in your relationship with the Lord you call yours you you say you're a Christ follower, but you don't spend time in the word or you're not getting to know him and and you know there's something off. Mm-hmm. Then just tell him, Lord, there's something off. And I really desire to watch TV more than I desire to be with you. Can we just call a spade a spade? Like, can we just be honest? It's not like he doesn't know. And I'm not here to say, you know, you guys are terrible if you watch, you know, way more TV than, than spend time with God. I'm not, that's not what this is about. But sometimes we need to look at our heart and be honest about it mm-hmm. and say, I'm really running from my credit card bills. I don't open them. I don't wanna face my finances. And all Jesus is saying, you know what, if you do, just tell me, mm-hmm. tell me that you're running from them. Tell them, Tell me that you're afraid. Tell me that, you know that phrase, I'm no longer a slave to sin. Well, mm-hmm. I keep thinking of that song. Of course you do, of course I, you do. Right? I'm no longer a slave to fear. Mm-hmm. I am a child of God. Jesus is knocking at the door, saying, "Child, let me into your finances." Like I just and, hear. And here is
1: the crux. I want to go back to that that movie because this is where we we can have people come next to us. And again, in that that scene of the movie, they were a bunch of guys who were going through their their own drug addiction story. Right. They came next to to him when he was in his darkest hour and prayed for him and with him again in our financial story you may need help from someone but recognize that if you're the person giving help there's no pride here you got your own story you might have walked uh, a few steps ahead you might be a few steps ahead but the reality is is that you've got your own story in terms of finances and how god and you relate to finances and if you are someone who just needs help opening the bills like then ask for some help from someone who will because the reality is is and i know it's that's part of that surrender but coming in there and saying you know what I'm scared to open my bills or I know the bills are piling up and I don't know what to do. Okay, well, let's see what we can see day by day, step by step, one bill at a time. Let's tackle this so that we can, we can move from death to life. And when anybody's on that journey from death to life, whether that's in <laughs> death in your finances or whether that's death in other areas, God is all over
0: that. Well, because that's why he came. He knows. He knows how hard it is. He knows... He knows that he put us each, each of us, you were born, you who listen, were born for this time and and age. And what an oppressive time and age. You know, we're tempted at every corner, stepping out of our house to go to Tim Hortons to spend money. We don't have, as Dave Ramsey says, on things we don't need to impress people who don't really care. That's a paraphrase of what he says, but and we go in debt to do it. And he... I mean, do you not think Jesus knows? Sometimes I walk around and and Jesus is like, "Do you not? Do you not know I see you? Like you're trying to hide in the closet, you're trying to escape. I know your heart. He already knows. Like, and we don't want to be honest about it with Him or others because of the shame involved. We don't want to admit our weakness because we have this culture, even in the church, that we have to appear like we've got it all together. Well, we don't. Dave and I don't have it all together, but. Also, if you're a person who's a little bit ahead going through your own story, but you see someone in need financially, like who's struggling and you want to reach out a hand and encourage them, reach out and encourage them. Don't think that because, oh, well, I haven't arrived yet. You can't speak. You can pray for people. You can say, I'll help you open your bills. I'll help you call your pastor. I'll help uh, find some resources that maybe we can study together. Be the person that reaches out as well, because that's what we do in community. We help one another. We share what we have, and we share our prayers. We share the knowledge. We share the Word of God. There's so much to to this, and there's so much to that movie. And, and
1: I want to encourage but, you right in here, because, uh, again, i uh, I want to make sure that when you share and when you open yourself up in this area of finances that that Christ is in that. Right Again, going back to the movie, he tried it all on his own. He tried it in the medical establishment. And, and true freedom in, in Victor's life came when he included and incorporated Christ and surrendered to Christ in that. And, and I was struck by that in, in terms of our own, the, the, the stories that we get to share in, the stories that we get to participate in, and we see that it truly is when, when surrender to Christ happens then transformation happens in in the financial lives of people and and that is the miracle the secret sauce Mm -hmm. the silver bullet in a sense of saying you know when when christ comes in so if you're afraid to open your bills just I'm going to say make sure that Christ is in that. Pray before you do. Give me strength, Lord. The person who's sitting next to you who might help you, um, make sure that they're praying with you, that they're doing that because that is so powerful. We, We really, this is more than just a physical opening of an envelope to check out what the bill is. This is a spiritual event in our lives.
0: And and you may not have considered that before. And I think it does start with, you may wonder, well, how do I surrender my finances? How do I even open the door? Mm-hmm. And I think it's just confessing, you know, God, I need help. Mm-hmm. I surrender my finances to you. Um, you I don't know what this means or how, what this looks like. I don't, but I need help. Will you send help? It's being willing. Um, it's being vulnerable. It's being transparent and honest. And those things can be scary things. But one thing I do know, you know, when we follow Christ and say yes to Him, It's full surrender. You know, Dave said it recently (laughs) to us in a group of friends, you know, okay, I can't, you know, when you're dead, you're dead, but it's the dying. It's the dying of our flesh. It's the dying of our own will. It's the surrender of not my way, but your way. Because what happens if God has a greater purpose for you than your understanding? And he'll show that to you as you surrender this piece of the puzzle of your life, the finances, he's gonna come in with a purpose. And he's gonna show you what his purpose is for your the finances that he's giving you. It's his resources and his provision, and he's gonna say now. And you're gonna join him on this fantastic journey. It might feel scary now, but he's got this adventure to be had, review of of what you can't yet imagine. Of how he wants to to use your finances to influence others for the kingdom of God. and you might not be there yet, but that that's a part of what you can look forward to. and I you know one of the other verses we talked about, um, we talked about Romans six today, but i was I was thinking of verses in Luke nine. Where, you know, Jesus says, put your hand to the plow and don't look back. Mm-hmm. If you, if, if we're saying yes to you, Lord, we go forward, even if it's hard. Sometimes that's, we put our hands to the plow and it's dry ground mm-hmm. and you may just want to give up, but he says, don't look back. Don't go back to the old way of doing things, but put your hand to the plow because it's the seriousness of being a follower of Christ. It it's he never said it was gonna be easy, but it's good.
1: Yeah, and, and he is good.
0: And he is good. And he
1: is good. Yes. And and so, you know, again, so often and and, and we do that because we live in this in this world where c- circumstances and situations and, and stuff happens, and all through scriptures, if there's one theme that constantly the Lord is saying to me as I read through the scripture in, in multiple places, it's that, Dave, the, the scripture really is just declaring that I'm good to you, that I want to mm-hmm. care for you, that I want to take care of you. It starts in the Garden of Eden where he creates the whole world, and then he creates a place for Adam.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a special, and it's a good, and it's a it's a place full of abundance. And he's going, yep, that's my heart. And then we read all through history, whether that's in Scripture or we can see that outside of Scripture in terms of in our own lives and the stories that we, we hear and mm-hmm. read as we've been talking about the story of, of Victor Torres today. And, and going, that's the story of a God who is good who only wants good for people who are living in a world that isn't quite good yet. <laughs> I mean, and, that's and, the,
0: and the journey to the goodness—the journey to the goodness. that was in his story. That was a hard journey, and in our financial story, because it doesn't happen overnight. It takes persistence and perseverance, and putting our hand to the plow even when there's no rain falling. And yet. there's
1: temptation again yes. to go back, and and so many. I mean, recognizing that you know the story i'm sure for victor torres there were times i'm sure he wanted to go back and just do whatever he was doing before especially at the beginning especially just yeah. when he experiences the freedom mm-hmm. and and in the movie i won't give the spoiler but there's a test there at, at the end where he has to decide what's more important his own self or someone else and uh, well i'll leave the rest that, of the story yes you
0: have to go watch it but we're I, almost
1: out of time too so shucks you got to go watch it but the i story. do want to
0: just say this and we, i want to leave you with the prayer of surrender what do we want, mm. what you, can you do pray call out to the lord Call a friend or pastor, ask for help. But in this surrender, be willing to go to the Word of God and start reading about how God wants you to live with the resources He's given you. There are over 2,300 verses. uh, On
1: money and possessions in Scripture. That's a good place to start.
0: So, Father, we just ask, we thank you that you come after us and knock on that door And Lord, I pray today that each of us would be willing to open the door to you and let you in and come and speak to our finances, speak to us about our finances, that you would give us the courage to put our hand to the plow, knowing that you are plowing right there beside us. In Jesus' name.
1: Well, thanks for joining with us. Um, as I said at the beginning, we've got a, a special sponsor for today's show who wants to be uh, remain anonymous with their friend of More Than Enough, and they've sponsored the show, so we thank you. And uh, if you need to hear more shows, go to morethanenough.ca, and all the shows are archived there. They're also archived on chri.ca, and as well, just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Rev on iTunes or in your, pod, your favorite podcast platform, and uh, you'll find it there. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to
0: comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.